Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com Featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith Not just a profile picture For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com And the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website Is ready to help single Catholics take the next step In sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics Remember, CatholicSingles.com For faith, fellowship, and love there are those who would say that eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, is about revenge. And it's not. It was actually a grace. It was a law that God gave, essentially to speed things up for people. You know, it's still the law, really, today. And people don't, may not recognize it. Vengeance is the Lord's. And it's Jesus, you know, he... He gave us the understanding that, you know, because he had seen that people had twisted the law to kind of, in legalism, to mean what it wanted to mean, to have other people be put into a box, and it demanded they accept the box of how they're seen. And by people who were really in authority in love over them. And so Jesus had recognized that those who had been entrusted with the law were the ones abusing it. And the very people who were, who were enforced with that law uh, were unable to stand up on their own. So Jesus took it upon himself to show people that God's law of eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, in the Old Testament was really a grace and a mercy because it was going to happen either way. Whether or not we want what has happened to uh, what we had done to somebody else, have done to us, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We can't stop it until we're willing to confess and reconcile it and love the other party either way and forgive them and give grace and provide some sort of boundary or have a willingness to, to walk through whatever it was. You know, people do not realize that that's the case no matter what. But an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth was to help you quickly understand that if you broke a person's leg and they couldn't, you know, provide for their family, care for their children, different things, that you would immediately learn that, immediately reconcile that it was wrong. Because what was happening at the time in the desert was the same thing that Jesus found happening at the time, was that people were deciding how things were and what was a just punishment, which was really way over extensive. Um, so Jesus, instead of um, putting the hands of that justice with the people at that time, he instead set people free of needing to have other people define for them and help them define and free themselves to see that it is, it's more than okay to forgive, it's more than okay to love, it's more than okay that if somebody's hurt to 
respond to that, and it's more than okay that, you know, to not judge, but to be careful, be wise, uh, lean in, and love them despite, you know, that it was important to tell the truth, acknowledge the truth, love the truth, not fear, but walk in faith as much as possible, knowing that you could always be clubbing, you know, to follow the law as people see it, even if it's unrighteous, to do what's right, even if it hurts, because we will have our cross carried on this earth. And we all have to decide for ourselves what we do with that. Whether we're willing, when we hear a call, to stand up and work hard to help somebody. Whether that call is for us or somebody else, based on what we're made and called to do, and what gift we're given. And we all have this unique calling inside of us that we were specifically made for. And all the good and the bad in your life will build up to that if you can be willing to look at it all at a lens of love and forgive. To see the good in all of the bad, to not necessarily need to put somebody else in a box and demand they accept the box, but free them as much as you can from the box. And not and allow them to, you know, recognize but not necessarily put you in a box. Because we we all at times want to say that different things are controlled and there's a lot of things that are controlled. We want to say that medication is control. We want to say that, you know, getting up and exercising is control. It's all control. Control is not necessarily bad. What's bad is when we feel the need to control somebody else and define somebody else and have them accept our definition of them without allowing the truth to rise, without accepting that it's okay to give somebody else the decision, to not have to define them, to allow them to, to be free of, the, of whatever it is that they have in the past experienced, um, and to help them reconcile whatever it is, and not necessarily need to define whether it is they have or not, not be that authoritative figure that needs to tell a person what they are or are not doing wrong. And the more you set people free of that judgment, the more people will be scared of you. Jesus, people were very scared of Jesus, very scared. The temple was scared. Um, they did all kinds of things to trick Jesus, um, use wordsmith to trick Jesus, all kinds of things. Um, governments were scared. People are scared of the truth when they're manipulating from a point of view that they feel justified in, but aren't necessarily. It's okay when somebody is not necessarily justified and takes action on that justification. Somebody of that, somebody like that is trapped in their own mind. They feel they're doing the right thing and they're doing the right thing by lying to themselves first and they continue to do the wrong thing. And, you know, so what happens, 
what happens when we believe that we're doing the right thing and by manipulating the, what we think is the truth or, or demanding people accept who we are is that people cannot be free to think quickly, to love, to move as fast and effectively as they can, to be who they are, you know. And as you free people to be who they are and not necessarily demand they be who you are or accept your judgment of them or how you see them based on your, how you interpret things, you know, then you are releasing yourself from being God to that person. You're releasing that person to, you know, be who they are undeniably and move forward and understand that those who demand that you accept that they are something and you are <laughs> something else, understand that those people, I mean, they are trapped themselves and it's not a bad thing, but you have to be willing to die on a cross and accept that cross and be okay with that cross. And if you're not willing to die for a friend, you're not willing to die for somebody even as they hurt you, even as they love you, not die for people, you don't know why you're dying for them. You just, you know, you do it because you have, you have the willingness and the care to do it. If you're not willing to do that for the person next to you, then what will happen is you will laugh as a party does it and you'll try to convince party. And it's just because you believe that the best way to solve problems is to control them and not release and have a sense of freedom to allow you know what's going to happen to happen you know, because what happens is going to happen either way but what you can do is you can love another party despite and you can care despite and you can release that control to them what you cannot do is if you want something to not give it. Hello, this is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo, inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tour's Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzo.com. Thank you, and God bless. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.